healthy is your scalp. Have you ever stopped to think that your scalp is not getting enough attention? We concentrate on our hair and making sure it's clean and making sure it's conditioned and oiled. And we do everything to our hair on a weekly or bi-weekly or monthly um, schedule. But we don't actually concentrate on our scalp, which is so important to how our hair grows Sometimes we get into this trap of, oh, my hair isn't growing or my scalp is itching. And then when it itches, then we just put, you know, apply a shampoo and we wash it and then it's okay again. But have we ever taken the time out to actually detox our scalp? And and that's by getting rid of all the buildup, all the things around the follicle and making sure we've basically swept our scalp clean and made it a great environment for your, for our hair. So this is really important. Um, say people with straight wavy hair, they may actually massage and stimulate and do all kinds of things to their hair on a daily basis or a weekly basis. But for those of us with afro or curly or, you know, hair, then we need to actually get through all those coils and get down to that scalp. Um, Sometimes we, you know, our hair and scalp needs a detox, but sometimes we can just do the actual scalp. And the different things that we can use to detox our scalp is by using things like Benetton clay, we can use apple cider vinegar, um, we can use aloe vera. These are all things that helps get all the impurities, the buildups out of our scalp. So we have to really understand what our scalp needs. There's a lot of times that we use different oils, especially the thicker oils. And sometimes, you know, people put them on the scalp and not realizing that they're actually suffocating the scalp and making it more dry because it's not thick enough to penetrate in anything really. Um, And that's why the stimulation is good, which we'll go on to a little bit later in the podcast. But Detoxing the scalp helps get anything that is external off the scalp. And it's important because if this isn't done, one, it slows down the growth of the hair. And two, it causes your scalp to be itchy and anything else that we're putting you know, on our scalp, it just makes it really just difficult for the hair to really thrive and to grow freely. So this actually needs to be done. Once that's done, it will just feel like you've taken like a hat off your scalp. It literally feels so refreshing and it's different to 
you know, having, doing, you know, clarifying shampoo and things like that. You actually need these things to exfoliate off your scalp and you'll just see the difference. Um, there's people that I coach, you know, through growing their hair and people with hair loss and hairline um, disorders, you know, that these are one of the things that I do. Um, we use, you know, many different things to get the, the scalp to react and, and, and to clear off all the debris out of the, the follicles so then the hair can be free to grow. Um, and sometimes if the scalp has got like really thick, dense skin, then the hair actually just can't go through the follicles it goes round in a circle and some people suffer you know the bacteria within the follicle because it just is not um at an environment or the skin is not thin enough for the hair to come through so we have to train our scalp um in 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 a way that we are doing this like at least every three months or if we've got hair loss to do it a little bit more often. Um, I mean, not all detoxes are suitable for everyone. So before you use one of these detox methods, it's good to like collar, put it on the back of the ear or somewhere on the scalp. So you know that you're not going to have an allergic reaction because even though a lot of these detoxes are natural and organic everybody doesn't respond to organic or natural products whether you're ingesting it or it's topical so again always test before you you put it on and i promise you you will feel a difference I know for some of you you're thinking it's not important but it is important and it actually makes a difference you know every little bit helps to the problems and the challenges that you have you really have to go from the roots and then we work up to the shaft of the hair stimulating the hair is not only relaxing it actually brings the blood circulation round to your scalp because sometimes you know this blood thing it can be a little bit selfish because it concentrates on the heart and the lungs and the kidneys and all the big organs get you know that that um that rich blood um, especially if you're low in iron, some people who have diabetes, high blood pressure, low blood pressure, you know, it doesn't always get round to your hair, your skin and your nails. So we have to make sure we take like, you know, extra supplements and different things that's going to aid this. But what we can do to encourage it is stimulation. And that's by massaging the scalp um, to bring it up to the, 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 the follicles. Because it needs a good, 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 good blood supply for the hair to be growing, you know, lovely and 
you know, accelerating in growth, you know, a lot more. So if we can do this at least once a day, few times a day, you don't really have to really go deep and say, right, I'm going to get in and really give it, you know, a, a big massage. You can just tap your hair. You can just pinch the, the scalp. Sorry, you can tap the scalp and you can pinch the scalp. So, you know, that the, the blood just basically gets used to filling those follicle areas with a great supply of blood. And then in turn, it will say, right, okay, I am being fed by the blood. So I'm going to grow um, because it is giving me the nutrients and, and the blood that I want. It's just like a plant. If we don't feed a plant, unless it's like one of those, you know, like aloe vera, where it doesn't need much. If, but if it's a plant that needs to be fed regularly, if it's not getting water at the soil, then it just won't flourish. And then eventually it will shrink and the um, the, the, the roots, the, the, the actual dirt will just get all dry and then it will go um so there's, there's different things what the scalp simulation can do one when you also um when you detox your scalp it will get rid of inflammation and also when you have inflammation on the follicles then what this does it kind of just squeezes like it, the blood supply can just it can't get through to the follicles because it, it's swollen. So the, all the detox will actually bring that swelling down and the inflammation down, and then your hair will start to grow. Because the problem is when you get that inflammation, then the hair starts to kind of it's just not getting that blood supply. So we need a combination of keeping the pores clean and also the stimulation those are two things that work hand in hand and it will just keep it running free you know when I talk about healthy hair from the inside out it is also having your greens you know which is iron you know keeping you know your bloods quite rich um, from the inside, so it naturally does that anyway, and then also with the scalp detox and the stimulation, then you will have a really healthy scalp. So, this is really, really important. Um, another thing that I'm going to really um, tell you about is the conditioner that we put on our scalp that we shouldn't really put it directly on our scalp because what this does it plugs up the pores of the the, the where the where the hair grows around the follicle and sometimes it stays there we can't rinse it out because it's designed to actually like coat and stay so we really have to avoid this as much as possible i know we cannot totally avoid it but if we purposely put it on our actual hair because as I said that the more free and clean our scalp is it's a more 
room it has to grow and he hasn't got to fight all these oils it's not going to fight everything for it to keep it thriving and to keep it breathing because we have our natural oils that come from our scalp and that's encouraged by um you know the stimulation because the natural oils actually come through and this is all we need you know at least for the first like half an inch or an inch of our hair it's taken care of by those natural sebums that actually come from our scalp so we don't really need to worry about it i mean i know some people have eczema and scalp psoriasis and that you know yes you know that people need to put it on like oils but if you have your scalp detox and you're using the right shampoos and everything to keep it at bay you'll find that your scalp will breathe and you will train your scalp to become independent to produce its own sebums and different things that it actually needs to thrive in growth what we have to do is avoid shampooing our hair with the shampoo each time when we do these detoxes especially if we do them on our hair that can be used as a shampoo because what shampoo ideally does is actually clean our hair so most times you don't really have to use a shampoo after the detox um method because it's 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 done the job it's done the job what the shampooing has done and you know when the shampoo has been applied to your hair sometimes it strips the oils um and it doesn't really come back unless you've done like a deep conditioner and you know all those things in your hair so think about that as well i know i'm just breaking a few rules and thinking goodness i cannot not shampoo my hair but you know shampooing is detoxing sorry is a different method of cleaning your hair so this is all a way of cleaning and getting it to the right pH balance and that is followed by the conditioner by putting the oils back in your hair moisturizing and basically bringing it back so it's not dry because that's another thing that can happen if you don't know how to detox your hair is bringing it back to its right pH so I hope you've learned a little bit more about scalp detox and stimulation and let's try it the next time your hair has got to build up don't just shampoo it detox it and then follow it up by the conditioner and you will see that your hair will become more light more free the color might change in some instances and it will make your hair just feel great and have a great empty palette for fresh oils and fresh creams to keep it nice and moist and keep the length retention going on and on in our next podcast we're going to talk about the abuse 
our scalp has been given over all these years, which has caused your hairline to go sparse, which has caused hair loss. We're going to be talking about healthy hair from the inside out and what we can do to get our hairline back. I've had so many successful stories by giving people a method to get this hairline back. It is caused by our wigs, our braids, the way how we treat our scalp. So join me on my next podcast and I'll speak to you soon. Hi, my name is Verona White and your hair is my passion. I love to know that there is a solution to every problem that we have during our hair journey. I get a lot of emails from lots of women and a few men saying my hairline is just non-existent. My hairline is getting more sparse every day and I don't know what to do about it. Some things that happen to our hairline, we consciously are not aware that we're doing. And one of them is when we wash our face daily or we clean our face daily and the products that we use on our face is just not good for our hairline and sometimes we can probably be washing our face away and we include our hairline in it now if we as curly coily people who have our hair we say no we're not washing our hair every day if you do that to your hairline that is practically what you're doing and you are making your hairline very dry and without realizing because it's short you are dehydrating your hairline and when you dehydrate your hair and your scalp then what it does is get dry and it falls off this is the same thing what happens to the hairline and I teach about, you know, moisturizing our hair or covering it with a satin scarf and really looking after that. And that same thing applies to our hairline. So we have to take extra special care looking after our hairline. And for instance, when we wash our face or we cleanse our face, then we have to either protect hairline by covering it with you know our satin scarf or a headband or something to avoid it um, because that part of the hair needs moisture as well and it has natural sebum coming out um, so it doesn't need you know much anything really 
done to it because it's short enough to actually look after itself. So we have to try and avoid it consciously as much as possible. So that's just one of the, the, the light things that we do and, you know, we, we, we don't realize what we're doing. Another thing is pulling our hair. Now, we all like great braids and cornrows and twists and all the other nice elaborate things we like to do to our hair. But what we have to be conscious about is not pulling our hair excessively. Now, hair is something that if you pull it, then it can be pulled to a certain extent without you affecting it. But if you are having these styles, and more than likely you're going to have these styles in for probably two weeks or more, this hair is sitting there and just about holding on to its dear hair life um, from that coming out of the follicles or, or it's straining it out from the poly, follicles. So we have to be very careful. We have to ask our hairstylist or whoever is doing our hair to not pull it. I hear a lot of clients saying, I had to go home and take a paracetamol or an ibuprofen and they still got this hair in. It's not one. We are not supposed to have that much strain on our hair. And if we do, we are going to pay for it. So the hair grows. It grows every week, but after two weeks, you should have at least one millimeter or two millimeters of hair growing out. And if for two weeks your hair is like that, then it is going to have a detrimental effect on your hairline. One, you should not put any strain on your hairline because it is not as strong as the rest of your hair. The reason why it is named baby hair is because it practically is. It's delicate. We have to treat it with immense care, like really look after it. Um, It's looks after itself with its moisture because it's that short it doesn't really need much moisture or anything on it because the sebum that's coming from your scalp actually looks after that part so we really don't need to strain it and we have to be careful what we put on it in in terms of excessive gels and alcohol from the gels so yeah we really have to look after that part of our hair so straining your hair please 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 can we just not do it can we just have it secure but not tight um and i know some of you saying well it won't look like this but there is ways i do it when a lot of my clients have their hair braided they can actually feel comfortable and there is like a way to do it where it is secure but not tight like there's no need 
And if anybody does it like that, they are not trained stylists um, in the way how we braid our hair. Another way in which our hair is really just strained is by wearing wigs in the wrong way or wearing wigs that we don't change probably after a few months or what we are wearing under our wigs yes we call it a protective style but if we actually take our wig can take our wig now and feel that material that is under the wig is quite rough and it's quite damaging to the hair because it causes a lot of friction now we at afro hair growth challenge we do wig slips and they're made out of satin and they are really good for the hairline and we do it in all types of different colors that you can stick it under your wig and make your hairline as comfortable as possible and you won't have any friction on the hair and that's what we want to avoid all those little hairs coming out from different parts of your hair and your hairline we just don't want the hairline being rubbed over and over again by this wig so when we put on our wig if we put it on every day then we put it on and then we slide it from side to side just to make sure it's positioned and each time if you do that every day then you're rubbing a little bit of your hairline out um and it you know, the friction of it going from side to side that contributes to your hairline going quite sparse. So be careful how we wear it and inquire about our wig slips. And I promise you, I promise you that you will have a healthy hairline and you can actually feed your hair and keep the moisture in because this is what these wig slips do to actually look after it and you know have that TLC that your hairline actually deserves so massaging your hairline is another way that you can keep the blood flowing to your hairline um, from day to day I tell all my ladies do a lot of massaging to your hairline and all around your hair because the blood circulation is very, very, very important. It needs to have oxygen to the hairline so the hairline can keep reproducing and it can keep nice and thick. Um, so it receives, again, the TLC that it needs. So... If we think of our child or a child um, and their hair, how it is, when they're born, we are so gentle of how we comb their hair and how we treat it and we tend not to strain it. This is how we've got to be with our hairline. 
because over the years you will pay for it and your hairline will say to you I was not made to be pulled about and if you pull me about then I'm going to just pop out and and that's exactly what's happening with weaves all that contributes to your hairline just being strained please I I'm literally begging you (laughs) I'm literally begging you because I'm so passionate about that and I'm so tired of seeing really just all these hairlines just popping up and I've got thousands of pictures of people just saying my hairline is just not great I do personal programs and I put you through a real regime of what to do with your hairline every day. I have tools, we have different things that we can use to actually get that hairline growing back fully again. And in these podcasts, there'll be different things that you can purchase different things that you can do and from next month or a bit later on then we are going to be having our afro hair clubs where we'll be using a microscope to look really deep into the follicles and find out which ones are alive which ones aren't and then we can actually bring it back that's the more scientific way and you know the really deep things that we can do as a professional but you at home in the meantime you can just do your massaging you can stop straining your hair stop washing your face and your hairline at the same time every day And that will avoid your hairline being dehydrated. So listen to my next podcast where we will talk about one method at a time. And we will go from the worst kind of hair loss on it and what you can do and the packages that you can receive and your hair program so then you can get that hairline back with from three to six months with a certain program so watch out for my next podcast and I'm looking forward to receiving all your pictures of full hairlines you take care